Shopify presents Cool Sheets from Aha to Lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Hi, guys. This is ABC. <laughs> Throw some auto-tune on that. Yeah, because obviously I can't sing. I am not I didn't Beyonce. say that. <laughs> I am not Beyonce. Wow. Nor did I say I was. Okay. ABC. <laughs> Listen, first of all, let me just start by saying it's so amazing that we are here now to do this podcast. There was talks about it. I just want to give my appreciation to my co-host right now, Ty and JC. Thank you. Thank you. I love that when I sent the concept to y'all, when I sent the write up to JC, he was like, I'm 100 percent in mm-hmm. and Ty, too. So it just it, it feels good when you have an idea and when people want to be a part of that. That it makes you think that that it it just justifies or it lets you know that it's a it's a good thing it's a good thing. So, ABCs of Black is all about that you know bringing these beautiful cultures together with the diversity and and its interpretation of each country's Black experience. You know what I mean? Because there are a lot of differences, but there's a lot of similarities. Mm-hmm. I think we probably have. I mean, this episode will come out. We all probably have similar feelings about the police. We probably have the similar feelings about white people cooking. <laughs> um, so today's episode, this is ABC's of Black, the origin of Black. I'm gonna leave it at that. I'm gonna call it the origin of Black because this is our first episode. Mm-hmm. This is our first episode, and just to explain, ABC's is American British Canadian. American British Canadian. Yeah. I am the American. Obviously, when I was out last night, I let them know. They knew. Everywhere he goes. And I'm just like, do you think (laughs) you can't tell? (laughs) We can hear you. (laughs) We have ears. You know I'm American, right? (laughs) No, but I don't ever say I'm American, though. It's the things I say that let you know. No, you say I'm Redman. I'm the American. You did that. Well, I was introduced as that. No, but I was introduced as Redman. Give us the U.S. of A. Who said that? The host said that. You didn't hear that part? I didn't hear that part. <laughs> okay. Okay. What I had was I'm red and I'm American. I said, "Is this a podcast, sir?" <laughs> in fairness, yeah. If just you're see. if you're if you're in a, a situation where you're trying to meet women, lead with that. Yo, first of all, oh, first he was on the prowl last night. I was oh. not on the prowl. Ah, what are you talking Black about? Black Panther. He was in that corner last night. Yeah, yeah the T'Challa. corner wanted me up in that corner. That's what I, happened. I never said it was an invi- invi- invited. <laughs> I never said that it was a welcome he in that corner. Prowl, huh? I just said you was on the prowl in that mm, corner last night. I wasn't on the prowl. What you mean by the prowl? What does that mean? It looked real comfortable over there. <laughs> it was a comfortable area. I'm sure. Does he lay on the accent extra thick when he's around girls? No, I wouldn't no, say that. Okay. Really. I'm okay. still me. He's just yeah. He's literally he's I'm still me. This 
okay. I'm this. <laughs> Got you. I'm this, but maybe I'm though. Maybe I'm trying to be a bit more clever. Maybe I'm. I'm definitely smoother. There you, you go. Detroit like, player. Like I. Detroit I, player. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, I know how to say the right thing every time. There you, you go. Know, Not every exact, time. Most of the time. Enough times is good enough. Amen. I love it. Amen. I actually love it. I love it. I was literally standing there like. Mm. Yo, I was the vibe. I'm usually the vibe. You usually the vibe? Part. Yeah, I'm usually the vibe. You stay yeah. around a good time, though. I try my best, man. You know what it is, bro? I love when you meet good people, I want to give you my good yeah. energy. Facts. You know what I mean? Because I, I think I have good energy. I know I have good energy. But, like, if it's, like, people, I'm like, yo, I don't know. I don't know what type of shit you might be. Right. Like, on right now then i don't give them that energy right but like when i'm comfortable in a setting and this is my friend's birthday yeah gonna i'm say. gonna be comfortable yeah, in the setting you know what i mean well. so but i mean yes i was comfortable in that corner yeah it was a good corner it was definitely comfortable in that corner it I was a colorful color only she would a colorful color a colorful, colorful corner corner Enough said. This, this has been a seed that has been planted a while ago. Okay. Yeah. What do you mean a while ago? This, How long? I feel like that was a continuation of some grafting that's already happened. That looked like this is, I am adding more nutrients and water to the soil, to mm. the seed that I had already, you had planted in that girl's mind already, that there was, there's a vibe we, we call that slow cooking. Yeah. It was a slow cook. You slow cooking, mm -hmm. yeah. Fall off the bone soon, girl. <laughs> 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 Fall off the bone. Detroit player. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I watched from afar, and I was pleased. Okay. <laughs> Got a seal of approval from Ty. That's not yes. easy, you know. I said yes, friend. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm just saying. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So the audience has no idea what they we're talking no about. They have no idea what we're talking about. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the ABCs of Black Podcast, everybody. We might as well just do intros. We usually do the soul. Sorry, not usually. The plan was to do a pre-show intro just to give you a little taste of the topic. But we've been having such a good time. We're just going to go to the intro and just give you all a full you know, full entree over here. So welcome to the ABCs of Black Podcast. My name is Redmond. I am the A, as you all know. Why I'm the A? Chum. Anyway, <laughs> I'm Ty. I'm the Bayesian Black Brit. I am the B. I'm JC, the C Mike. Uh, I provide the Canadian perspective, and you are not your black past. Yes, yes. And the ABCs of Black Podcast is really, we got three different people. Black people from three different countries in the same room at the same time in the yeah. same country. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for real. Talking about the same thing, you know. So you're gonna you're gonna love it. We're gonna give y'all a lot of interpretations and introspective. Is that a, is that the proper yeah. word? Introspective mm -hmm. of like our experiences and how we've come together to bring y'all all of that in one show. So you ain't gotta go no you ain't gonna have to go to the UK to get the black Brit right now. You got it right here. You're not gonna have to go to America to get the Americanisms. You're not gonna have to come to Canada to get the Canada stuff. It's all right here for y'all. So that part. That part. This is the we just gonna talk about black stuff <laughs> 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 to start this off. You know, so as we mentioned I'm from America. Ty is British from the UK, and JC is Canadian. And, and we are currently residing in Toronto, by the way. We are so all we in all Canada. Have, well, not 
Um, but me and Renman have moved. I haven't moved from. I've been here seven years, I've six been here years, two years. You moved during the pandemic, right? Yeah, I came in 2020, August. That's so crazy. actually, the end of this month will be two years. August 1st will be two wow. years. Wow. And JC, born and bred here. Born right? and raised in Toronto, yeah. Yeah. So um, we're going to just start it off and talk about the, the very first question we need to get across is, what does being black mean to you? Who's starting? I start? You, please. You yeah, ladies so first, I feel always. like being black to me is having... I feel like when people hear being black, we always look at the negatives and the strife um, that does unite us. So I feel like regardless of what country or continent you you live in, um, being black has a shared experience of obviously racism, oppression. But I really think that what also brings us together is our level of resilience mm-hmm. and our joy and our love for life. Um regardless of what country I've been in, everyone always seems to want to thrive and be happy in life. I think most of the black people I know are probably the most positive and most joyous people that I've ever run across. The most helpful people, they will give their last to you, um, their sense of community just by the color of our skin. And what I think is so important with that is there's so many other barriers that we have to face in our, uh, I guess, the black community in terms of, of cultural, but also like language barriers. But there's just something of seeing someone with a melanated skin mm-hmm. as you walk through this white world sometimes that you feel comfort. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I don't need to know no black person, but I will probably feel comfortable in that room than with a bunch of white people that I actually know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. JC, go ahead. Being black to me, uh, similar to what Ty's saying, being black, a large part of it is our historical strife and mm-hmm. struggle. Understanding that, but I think where I spend the majority of my time is focusing on the positives, mm-hmm. and uh, being black is being rich in culture. Mm-hmm. rich in tradition, rich in uh, spirit, energy, vibes, all of those things. I feel like my experience being black in this country is maybe unfortunately um, showing that there's more to being black than the stereotypes that are portrayed on TV. Right. Wait, did you say unfortunately or fortunately? Unfortunately, because I don't. Why? it shouldn't be your job to have to break stereotypes. Mm. I think that's great. No, I think... I think, fortunately, your life in Canada has not been a stereotype. For you, God knows for your mom, like, do you know what I mean? You don't, you don't want, they don't want you to go through. But the unfortunate are. part is I feel that sometimes those stereotypes that are, are, are uh, given to black people, it's almost on you to prove that you're not that type of way or that we're all not that type of way, where they expect you to be uh, illiterate, or not well spoken or ill mannered, ill tempered. Yeah. You have to go a bit above and beyond to show that no, 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 I'm cool. So, I can speak this way. So I feel like yeah, if you have to do it performatively and prove to someone that mm-hmm. you're not that way. But I don't feel like from knowing you, I don't feel like you're ever a man that feels like you have to prove yourself to anyone. That's you just show up. And if it means that then you're not following a stereotype and people are surprised, mm-hmm. then I feel like 
unknowingly you've done a good job for the black community but i, I appreciate mm. men or even black people in general that show up not as a stereotype i feel that you as a black woman make it make me feel comfortable mm. in just being myself because you don't come to me and be like he ain't got no dad he been to yeah. jail yeah and he probably hits women you know what i mean he probably has a bunch <laughs> of kids out there thing is as a black woman you you come in and you probably look at me blank slate and like say let's see who this guy is yeah but certain times as a black person you come into a situation and you can feel the stereotypes or people come one of my favorite things that i uh one of the new words that i come uh, has come into my lexicon is uh, microaggressions yeah mm -hmm. and the same things where it's what like oh you you show up on time all the time it's I like motherfucker what yeah. <laughs> who do you th who do you think <laughs> says that time oh listen you know what I mean, but yeah. just to get back into the onto the positive side, uh, being black is beautiful. Uh, our culture is rich. Uh, we have a shared experience where I can meet a black person from a, a Canadian black person, maybe from Nova Scotia, uh, uh, people who come over from Africa, and we have a commonality mm -hmm. and a way of doing things and not doing things mm -hmm. that right. is universally understood. I would never go to the African homie's house in elementary school and keep my shoes on. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. I would never dream of doing that. In some cultures, yeah, you keep your outdoor shoes on right. inside. You in know American what I mean? culture. Someone's dad comes home, you drop the PlayStation controller and go say hi to his dad before he comes and right. sees you. But that, I, I, and I, again, I just, I just try to focus on the beautiful parts of being black and not so much the struggle because the struggle is going to present itself to you anyways. All right. I'm sorry, I know uh. you're about to start saying your blackness. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, but say I your thought. I just want to say what another thing I love about being black is how different, like there's different types of being black. Mm. Like before there was those white people that were vegan. Mm, there was very much <laughs> black people that were vegan. Okay. Uh, Rastafarians? Rastafarians have been vegan for the beginning of time. They've been bun okay? in pork for centuries. Literally. You guys just got so on that. Don't think that they, everything that you think is popular by the them was started by us. Right. So I just love the difference. I love the hip hop heads. I love the, you know, like spiritual girls, mm. like that earthy people, earthy yoga. Like the, I just love that you can also be a bit of both. I feel like I'm a bit of both of those types of ratchet, but like, I don't know. Intellectuals. Yes. Yeah, and there's intellectuals. I, lo I love black intellectuals. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I love them. Absolutely. I love just, how much they piss off white people. Yeah. I really love it. <laughs> and I love it when they're on these platforms and reading the white person yeah. for filth. Yes, to a black woman on CNN. I love watching those types mm. of things. Angela Rye, Dr. Angela Cornell Rye, West. Yeah. Angela motherfucking Rye. Yeah. Love her. Love her. She's a shit. She can't be played with. Every single time. I love her. Sorry. I know who these people are. I, I also... No, they're you, they're you. Yeah. One of the things I love about uh, being black too is... is um, you see, like you see, Ty get passionate. You see, Angela mm -hmm. Rye get passionate, and you see people quiver because it comes off as aggressiveness. And it's like, oh, you're a coward. Yeah, mm. you're a coward. Anytime someone comes over the sixty decibels, it's 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 auto automatically yeah, they're yelling or they're argumentative. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's another thing I love about being black. I love <laughs> the fact that just by our words, we can shift rooms. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't mm -hmm. even mean it, but you're there shook. Why are you shook? Mm -hmm. I hold that much power that by me speaking like this, now you feel like it's aggression. Mm -hmm. Obviously, some people see that as a negative, but I actually see that 
as when you learn how to um work with that like mm-hmm. once you know that that is a strip that you have mm-hmm. and you can bring up or bring down a room as your choice right oh that's powerful right and black people just have that naturally right i love mm-hmm. that i love all those things too mm-hmm. i just want to put it out there on a the record so it's on the record for whatever happens in my future career i love black women absolutely like yeah is that in question? He does. Like, no, I just in case anyone sees him, you'll think, uh, yeah, I don't, down the line, they'll be like, he never liked black women. <laughs> right, down uh, the line. If I get famous, like, he's with that light-skinned woman, yeah, and she's, she's half Spanish like and half <laughs> something else. No, nah, it's always black women for me. Never the thought of like not loving black women. It's just like that's insane. blasphemous to yeah, me. That's insane. Um, but I think my experience is a bit different, obviously, because I'm now kind of conditioned in two countries, right? I've My main upbringing and america mm-hmm. so like black culture was very siloed you know what i mean it's kind mm-hmm. of in a way of, so like when you black the concept of black was kind of based on where you grew up you know what i'm saying you from philly you from new york bronx detroit you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you you take on some of those nuances of that now there's there's obviously similarities across the whole country that you maybe some of the way you say things mm-hmm. with the language the food you eat Stuff like that. But it's very Americanized, I guess, is what I'm saying, by it being siloed. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, okay, maybe I knew, maybe I had a Nigerian homie or somebody from Africa or something. Maybe I knew a Jamaican homie. But outside of that, that was like, it wasn't a large influence of that in the community for me where I grew up. Mm -hmm. Right? Can I just say, I feel like out of the three of us, you have had the most... blackest experience okay. and i know some people might look at that and be like what the hell could you have caribbean and stuff right but we have both grown up as second generation or first generation caribbean Caribbeans. in western culture right but where we grew up was still quite multicultural right so right. i had friends that were portuguese mm-hmm. growing up from primary school one my best one of my best friends was white like mm-hmm. so like i grew up in my western world more multicultural but you grew up in a very predominantly black predominantly area, black. yeah, and everyone was black. Yeah, I didn't even a black American. That's but a good point. Yeah, and that was more blacker than me. Yeah. Well, it, it, I think it gives you a misconception. I don't even know if that's the proper word I should be using. It of could be blackness. You know okay. what I mean? Because it's only based on what you know. Right. Right. So you you go in with that inner that energy, like yo, blackness is this, mm-hmm. and then you meet people from different African countries, different Caribbean countries, right. and they're experience right. of blackness northern americans southern North, americans yeah it's it's a whole different world mm-hmm. so i think what was great for me is like america is very good at exporting culture generally absolutely right absolutely. and then black culture is just like one of the biggest one. exports right. you know so like everybody kind of knows the american black culture hip-hop r&b whatever mm-hmm. you know artistically and stuff like that but you don't know the like culture of like people who came from Ghana or Jamaica or Barbados and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So you think of black culture as one way. Uh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. the experience is one way and that that's blackness. You Mm -hmm. know I mean? I think Trevor Noah even talks about a little bit in his stand up. It's Mm -hmm. like, what is, what is this being black thing? That's Mm -hmm. not a concept that Mm -hmm. I understand. Mm -hmm. And then you move to a city like Toronto where the black people are first, second generation from different African countries, different 
Caribbean so countries. Can I speak to that? Because I feel like there is is a misconception, but I also feel like Americans at this day and age where we now have the internet and there are no barriers to understanding people's culture. I think that for some people, we look at uh, African and Caribbean culture and that blackness and we hold <coughs> it up to more s- higher esteem mm-hmm. than what black American culture has been mm-hmm. because we feel like it's close to roots, blah, 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 blah. But like we left on the same boat, Caribbean and, uh, and Americans. Right. We just went to different places. So right. when people look at Americans for not knowing more than South Carolina, you can't do that when people from Barbados do not know further than Barbados right. and the port. Like we, it's the same mm-hmm. end start of lineages. Like it's the same. So mm-hmm. I feel like in the black community, although America is one of the most prominent black uh, experiences, this day and age, as the resurgence of what er- African culture is and we're holding out with more pride, people kind of look down on what the American culture has been in terms of you lot don't know nothing, you lot don't know yourself. But that is ridiculous to me mm-hmm. because, like you said, every other culture is aware of African-American culture. Do I think that African-American culture needs to know more about what's going on outside of the world? Yes, but that's not a black American culture thing. That's just an American culture thing, period. That's just Americans, period. You watch the news and all you hear is what's going on in America. When you watch British news, you hear about what's going on in the world. So like, and that's not just watching BBC World, that's watching BBC, period. You're Mm going to hear what's going on in the world, what's going on in Europe. That's what we do. America doesn't really do that. It's very centralized, it's localized. People Mm -hmm. listen to their own uh, area. um, Is is news in the UK, is it, it's regionalized though, still though, right? There's regionalized news, yeah, of course. Like they'll do like London news, and there'll be different regionalized news. But they have BBC, and most people when they go home and watch the news at night, seven p.m., it's normally a BBC ITV which covers the whole of the UK and international news. Right. If something mm. is going on in the UK, like in Europe, even if it's just something to do, and in, in the states, we're gonna hear about it. Mm-hmm. Does the Canada do that? I'm not really absolutely. I mean, I can't get away from CP24. Like, absolutely. Like, yeah. I mean, of course, of course, there's going to be uh, there's going to be segments where it's all about news directly in the city. Naturally, that's that's logical. But to what Ty is saying is there was a lot of exposure to yeah. world events, mm-hmm. earthquakes in this place, exactly. new government regime regimes in that place, tsunamis in that place, things like that. So I feel like so I just feel like, yeah, um, Americans in general have an issue looking outside themselves. But so it's not an African-American culture issue, whereas like I feel like people People assume that Americans or African-Americans are ignorant to what other black people have gone through. But like, I think that's kind of just an American thing and Mm. not a black thing. And I think now the Internet is here. Everyone is seeing different cultural perspectives now because we have the Internet and it's easy to access. But that doesn't mean that one is better than the other Mm. because we were slaves and you weren't. Like, (laughs) like, I'm sorry. I I think it's important for... for black Americans to learn about other black cultures, not because you lack, but because there's other... The food is fire. The music's fire. There, there's other aspects you can tap into that the would enrich your sick. life. You'd, it's, yeah. it's not about, oh, you don't know about West Indian, you're an idiot. No, 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 no. It's you don't know about the West Indian, think about how much you're missing. It's fun. Think about how much mm. sharper your game could get if you could be more worldly. Yeah, 
yeah, and I think uh, even when you talk about like interracial dating and stuff like that, intercultural dating is still a thing. It's just as like, difficult just too. because you're it's black does not difficult. mean that it's the way just you're I've had and those experiences. Yeah, exactly. sure. And that is that can be just as uh, beautiful and an eye-opening experience to ex- explore someone else's culture. So like you don't have to date outside your race right. mm-hmm. to have a different experience to Absolutely. in in and be able to explore this different side of the world mm-hmm. because you can literally just date someone from a different cultural right. background. Right. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. and that can still be different and that still can yeah. be fun. So it is fun. Black I love black women. And that, that, that's what I was going to say. Maybe that's why you date outside. I mean, obviously, you're not in America, so it's going to be a bit harder for you to date yeah. Americans. But yeah. maybe that's why you've thrived since you've come to Canada, because you've embraced, yo, these different cultures have something to offer, and I want to know all about it. I, I would say I'm kind of like, a, I guess, a sponge of, of just absorbing everything, because I love culture. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And every time I'm dating somebody, if they're from whatever, like I just go hard into like, I'm trying to learn the culture. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mind you, because a lot of times there's little, little nuances you need to learn. Mm-hmm. Usually you make the mistake of fucking up and doing something you ain't supposed to do. Right. Or saying something you ain't supposed to do, because not knowing that it's not, it's not appropriate. Right. But I mean, black culture has been very, it's been two experiences for me where there's the American side, which America is very... American is the amazing. American is the greatest. You don't need to know about it. Pro-American, yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, that's just America as a whole. That mm-hmm. place is a right? jungle, man. <laughs> like, God forbid. That like. place, that's that's as America as a whole. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that trickles down to, like, black communities. You know right. what I mean? Which is why there's the lack of exposure. I think it's getting better now. It's not. With, it's getting worse. It's like the Handmaid's you, Tale. They just reversed <laughs> uh, that Roe Wade thing Wade, yeah. for for abortions. The man is now mm. talking about uh, ret- um, throwing out. I forgot the thing. The Board of Education one, where it's like you had to have. Like they're looking. T- they're trying to go backwards. Mm-hmm. I feel like America is going. In a I don't. Different oh, direction when I say it's getting better, I mean the exposure to international black culture. Oh, well, yeah, I don't. I, think, I don't mean yeah. like That's like in in America, right? Because mm-hmm. like Afrobeats is like huge, huge now, mm-hmm. right? And like stuff like that, like the music mm-hmm. is hip hop is not being idolized as the premier black music anymore. You know what I mean? Like okay. it was hip hop for a while, mm-hmm. it's R and B, but now this Afrobeats thing, which is like kind of some of it is very fusion R and B fusion. Sure. Hip hop and right. it's, those things are, are coming together now. So I'm saying it's getting better in that oh. perspective. Politically, I don't know. I think it's. Can I know. also just point out again? Just this is like a throwback. Oh, this is maybe yeah. Anyway, so you know how you were saying that how like in the history of like where you was growing up and stuff, like it all being very much like um, just black the black American experience and there was no like you thought that there was no influence from understanding other people's cultures like Caribbean cultures Mm -hmm. and stuff but that's actually not the case that's just the way that it's written in the books that you've learned Mm -hmm. like in America majority of the civil rights movements was done by actual black immigrants like I think Shirley Chesham, she is like, um, she's uh, Bayesian. Like a lot of, I think uh, Malcolm X had Grenadian, like a granddad or something like dad or something like that. Like a lot of Caribbean uh, influence in that civil rights movement. They're not, some of them weren't, they were second generation or first generation uh, Caribbean Americans in that that movement. Mm-hmm. Um so actually, even in hip hop, the birth of hip hop, it wasn't that some random 
American man that's been living there from slavery create hip hop. That was with cultures like Jamaican culture, like clashing, like that kind of stuff. All started with some of the biggest American, black American cultural experience was started from people of Caribbean descent. Mm. But in the history mm-hmm. books, they're just this uh, American person. They just melt it down to American. This black American person did this, this, this. But it's actually a Caribbean Heritage Month Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. in the States. Oh, is there? Yeah, and like on Instagram, I'm like learning about all of those civil rights leaders that actually were first generation Mm -hmm. Caribbean. I just just learned that there was a Black Music Month. Thank you, Usher. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a Black Music Month because Usher did a performance at NPR. Mm -hmm. Tiny Desk. Tiny Desk. So. <laughs> Yo, God bless the internet, boy. They, they, oh man, <laughs> that's my favorite Usher song. That's my favorite. I think which one? Superstar. <clears throat> okay, that's a good one. I, I like to. I like to. I like to try to fiddle that out for the lady sometime. Yeah, that's you know a I mean? good one. You know, put that on. I'll be like, <laughs> I love that song. Yeah, so I think Black Culture is just. It's being imported into America now more mm-hmm. out like that's outside of it. You know what I mean? I and think less imported and being more embraced. Yeah. Do you know what? Also, I think because it is, sorry, sorry, one thing on. I'll say is one thing about Black Americans they support. Yeah, for sure. We support each for other. Sure. Listen, and again, once the benefit of the internet is once people had an opportunity to find out who Wizkid was, Burner Boy was, Thames, Drake, The Weeknd, you name it. Once Americans had an opportunity to figure, wait, wait, where's this person from? Mm-hmm. Oh, this shit's different, right? And right. it's good. Okay, yeah. we yeah. they throw their resources at it. So I don't, I don't think uh, 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 Americans have 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 been neglecting other cultures. I think information's being suppressed. And no, about yeah, exactly. Where you're from. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. and it also sure. depends on where you're from because if you're from New York, obviously you have Caribbean influence. They right. know. Soka, they know Bashman. Mm-hmm. Like those people that immigrate from the Caribbean, they go to those places. You, they know that. Mm-hmm. Like if you go to Miami, there's Haitians everywhere. Like right. they know that culture. I think it's only really in like southern states mm-hmm. and places that are maybe like a Detroit, a Chicago. That is not like those are major cities, but they're not on coastlines. Right. Like they're more middle that, America. Yeah, that don't have that influx of um, immigration. Mm-hmm. Uh, there because those kind of bordering con- uh, cities know black culture like I don't know like even in the UK like in the UK we have our own black culture but again I feel like our black culture if you speak about grime and garage if you think about um, like that kind like our culture it it is a black culture but I don't know if we can i don't know if we claim it as black culture or if really? that is just british urban culture mm. and the reason why i'm saying that you mean is like because drilling in garage yeah like garage yeah garage and Gr- grime. sorry grime yeah garage and grime and that era of it like obviously the pioneers of those like you know pirate stations a lot of them were black but there were obviously white people there like, right the people right. that financed it like I see what you're saying. There were white people. Again, like how I grew up, like a lot of my friends growing up, like, yeah, we had black, we had black friends, but we weren't segregated in the way I feel like you guys were. So like 
the things that like the graffiti in the bus or riding on the bus or having the music playing at the back of the bus like that was more of like a low income like urban and i hate that word but urban experience mm-hmm. then it just being black culture is do we claim uh, do i claim it as black culture hell yeah because the directors were black the music uh, was black the rappers were black um the the way in which the clothing was um was came from black culture the bamboo mm-hmm. earrings you know the slicking of the baby hairs with the gems on it like that was black mm-hmm. But other people experienced it too. But that's probably because they were so close to it, being that it was they were yeah, they were themselves in urban environments. Similar environment. to maybe I guess in the states, but like there, there was like a huge Algerian community. There is like um like an, uh, a Pakistani community in mm. the UK that are still were in lower income areas with the black people. Mm. Like there obviously were blocks and blocks of blocks where majority of the people that were there were black. I'm not mm. saying that like most people that I grew up with were black. Mm-hmm. Like, but there were these mixes of others in mm-hmm. there um, that I feel like when we speak around the kiddohoods and the and the grime errors, and even my cousin would probably speak about how sh- it was when she was with the garage errors and stuff and garage nations and all that kind of stuff and even Choice of Femme and the Choice of Femme, like Junior Jams, all that kind of stuff. It was black, don't get me wrong. Shout out to Choice of Femme. It was a black station, but there it was more so considered urban right to those people yeah. yeah i say black and that 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 again is black that again is something that um that kind of i'm gonna make a wild correlation here but that's something that kind of screwed up i think uh black americans is because there wasn't enough information on all of the other different types of black the number one export of what people thought blackness was was violence mm. because there wasn't yeah. enough ways to sh- there wasn't enough emphasis on hey look at all these beautiful other types of black culture so all the only commonality that black people had were p- poverty and violence yeah i agree but i disagree i agree with that statement wholeheartedly that yeah that was the marking of, of black americans in the 90s right thousands 100 however i feel like i know that a lot of people felt like they didn't um black americans didn't um i guess safeguard uh, the community, the music, etc., uh, enough. But I feel like they branded it in a way that was better than what the UK did. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like I said, that 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 music, that that time period, the way that we dressed, the music that we listened to, the radio stations that we had, was very much black British culture. Mm-hmm. But we didn't brand it as black British culture. It was branded as urban culture. Right. Mm. So I feel like now that we go into mm. understanding black British culture more, we, we were in school learning about American slavery. Mm-hmm. We didn't learn in school about Windrush. Like they're only now starting to speak around how Caribbean people immigrated to the UK and built the UK. Mm-hmm. Like and what our real um country was after was the war, right? In our, yeah, in our own country was. We only are only now seeing that being reflected in school. I feel like they done a better way of branding black culture mm-hmm. and putting out to the masses mm-hmm. than the UK has done with mm-hmm. safeguarding our black culture mm-hmm. and kind of like marketing our black culture mm-hmm. abroad. I think, and it's going to sound crazy for me to say this, but only recently with the likes of Drake, child, I'm so sorry to say this, okay. but only recently with the likes of Drake, people are actually now starting to... It, 
internationally listen to English music. It's facts. Yeah. But it's the facts. music's been hard from day. Exactly. And I'm but you is now, it, isn't it? Some it, of the UK music has been better than US music for generations, for, a long time. for years. Yeah. We have been on a wave. Mm-hmm. UK parties are some of the best parties I've ever done in my like been to in my life. Mm-hmm. If we just had a, a thing where we only played UK sounds mm-hmm. and you see the way black British people turn up to UK sounds, it'll be a party you've never had before exactly. in your life. Mm-hmm. You'll live your best life. And only now people are starting to realize what that black culture was right. in the UK. Whereas I feel like black Americans were able to package that out and send that out as like, a, like a this is the culture. And this is the black culture to mm-hmm. follow. Right. And the UK wasn't able to do but that. But uh, I think mm-hmm. it's for Drake, right? I think there's, there's people will. We'll call him a cultural appropriator. I, I would disagree to, with that. Those people spend too much time on Twitter. Shut up. <laughs> because he has done something. First of all, he started off with his career as a rapper, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously he grew up in Canada, mm-hmm. which you all have an introduction to different sounds, yeah. actually, than, than what I had yeah. as an American, right? So he already had a diverse palette of like musical tastes prior to becoming a rapper that just happens to be the uh medium in which he got really big right then he went okay i'm big enough now Mm -hmm. right whenever that might have been and i'm pretty sure this isn't his exact thought process but i like this 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 too i want to try to this music too i don't want to just be a rapper Mm -hmm. i want to be an artist Mm -hmm. then that's how i found wizkid Mm -hmm. to be completely honest absolutely that's how i found wizkid now the most recent project i'm not a house person Mm -hmm. So for me, I was like, yo, I hate this album. So I loved it. And it ha- you loved it. Fire. See, I-, I thought for me, it's like, it's not the type, of, it's not the genre of music I usually listen to, right? right? It's more house, right? Which is black people music, but we can get into that later. <laughs> so it's more house music. And I'm just not, I've never really had an introduction to house. And then every time I've heard house, it's kind of been like, Repetitive, repetitive, repetitive beat. And I'm just like, okay, like this song can. You didn't think that album was repetitive, repetitive beat? Oh, wait, you did like it. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> but now there's a couple of songs that I'm just like, yeah, yeah. embrace okay. it. Okay, I can, I can see, I can see the vibe now. Like, if you try to like something, you'll, you'll probably end up liking it. I was like, I don't like this, but I think it was also my expectation as Drake as an artist. I was yeah. expecting a particular project. That's where yeah. you f up. And what was given was not, and it's like, why would you expect an, a person who considers himself to be an artist mm-hmm. that loves black music, mm-hmm. right, to give you music that you think they should be making for you? Mm-hmm. No, they make they making the music that they like. That they right? like. Okay, so let me say, I'm not really a fan of that, but let me speak about Drake just in general. There is co- cultural appropriation and there's cultural appreciation. Right. And mm-hmm. for one year, obviously, me personally, I am not here for black people saying that other black people are culturally appropriate. I don't like that. I don't right, like that at right. all. Such simple I thinking. don't like that at all. Yes, maybe a white person, an Asian person, but when you're talking about another black person, I don't like it. Drake is an appreciator of culture because he is raised in a multicultural society. Right. And he likes of different genre genres of music, like you said. The difference between an appropriator and appreciator is someone, if Drake did all of those albums and only had features from other Toronto artists or American artists and did not bring in the biggest artists of those genres and those countries, then I could say he is appropriating the culture. He listened to the sound. Right. He went off and did his own thing in his 
own, with his own people and didn't give a damn. When he did UK sounds, he went to the UK and he done stuff with Skepta and, get, and Giggs. Mm-hmm. And he is cool with those people to this day. Mm-hmm. Okay? There is a reason why Giggs mm-hmm. is up in the parties with P. Diddy to this day. Yeah? And the, mm-hmm. Like, there's a reason. Okay? Mm-hmm. And Drake is that reason. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, whether you like That's it or it. not, it is it's, what it is. It is what it is. When it comes to him doing Afrobeats, he did a song with Wizkid. That was what he, like, he he didn't just go and listen to Afrobeats and then make his make own his tune. Make his own Afrobeats. He didn't go and listen to Bashment and make his own tune. He had Popcorn in it. He did this. He even, I think he even signed Popcorn. Like, so, do you know what I mean? He puts people on. Again, with House, the House thing, as much as I'm not really a fan of it, like, I'm not a fan because I'm not really a house head like that, but also, growing up in the UK, I've listened to House and I, I know Good House. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like, it's not Good House. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? But for someone who's doing a house album for the first time, he got Black Coffee. He's involved. He's executive Black producing. Black Coffee's a legend. He's a legend in that, in in that field. So this is what mm. I'm saying. Like, he is an appreciator of culture. He's an appreciator of music and sound. And he works with the people that he needs to work with to make the best music. And he also lends himself to those people, whether we like it or not. The fact that Drake is working with these people is a big deal. Wizkid to you might be a big deal, but to people in the States or people around the world that don't listen to Afrobeats, like Redmond said, was introduced to Wizkid by him. Mm-hmm. And I love Wizkid now. And, and you now, love Wizkid now. I love Do you know Wizkid. what I mean? So it's I'm like... A Wizkid how, playlist. How many people went to Thames's back catalog because Yo. they sampled one of her songs on, on future. a future song. So mm. now all them trap that lovers are like, who is this? What? And now they now Thames is reaping all the benefits yeah. from people downloading one her music and discovering Niger- her music got, like, through the, future. One of the first Nigerians to ever have a number one on the billboard, blah, blah, blah. Oh, Drake's a, a terrible fe- person for also, that. And it was also a sample. So technically they didn't even have to feature her because it was a sample. By the way, can, can, can I, can I, I and I talked to JC about this. Can I talk about my beef with the BET Awards for giving them the award? For best song, but it was the one featuring Justin Timber. Justin Tim- Justin now, Bieber, mm. Justin Bieber, sir, Justin Bieber, and not the original one. Yeah, which was fire. That, yeah. that but but see the thing is, I let me fact check that. But I understand. Sure. No, but I okay. un- I understand why that pisses you off. But it's it's gonna be the same thing. They only heard the Wizkid song because Justin Bieber was on it. Really? Same way. Same way. Same way. In fairness, the only reason my introduction to Wizkid. Is because Drake jumped on his song. Now, now this is my problem. Okay, so this mm-hmm. is the thing because there's also this also has correlation to in the UK with Ed Sheeran, Ed okay. Sheeran, Justin Bieber, similar paths, right? Really? Yeah, in terms of they are very they are one revered in the black community. Black people like Justin Bieber and Facts. black people love Ed Sheeran, Ed Sheeran. and right. I'm one of them black people. Right, I right. don't care. Right. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, they have again another light. They are on that Drake status. Mm-hmm. So whenever right. they do get on any track, that track is now going to number one. Did was that song a big song when we didn't hear it? When uh, we knew or without without Justin Bieber on it? Hell yeah, we all knew that song. Mm. But at the same time, was it on the Billboard charts? Was it number one? No, it was mm-hmm. not. Like it wasn't. And does he add to the song? Absolutely not. He does. But does not. he add? But does he <laughs> add to the song with his name yes, and his likeness I mean. yeah. to put it on rotation in on radio stations that we, it would have never got played on before without him? 
Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So for BT, now BT, this is a problem. So BT is black entertainment television, right? BT is for us. So I feel like if you're gonna if you're gonna nominate it, you should nominate it without him because you right. know damn well you heard it before him before. Right. Was it big in the America before? With the black people, yes. With the whites, no. But as black in the black entertainment television, I feel like, yes, they should have just nominated the regular Schmegler one. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I feel like they had to do that was because then they would only be able to class that in the international um, category, mm-hmm. best international song, because it's with Kids and Thames, mm-hmm. and they're not American artists. Mm-hmm. So I think by adding the Justin Bieber one, then makes it an American song, so they could have that in that song, in, mm-hmm. that, in that category. I mean... Because Thames only won Best International Artist. Mm-hmm. She couldn't win Best Artist. She wouldn't have been nominated for that. Why not? She's not because American. she's not American. BET needs to change that. I think that you need to you need to be more inclusive of the black music that's being produced outside of America. Yeah, but that goes back to our original point where America I mean, can be so America centric that it's yeah, like they're not why, they're exporting, they're, they're, they're not importing. Exactly. Yeah. But they want to, and at the same time, it's their shit. It's their shit because at the MoBo Awards, which is our version of the BET Awards, you would be actually no, that's not true because at the MoBo Awards we have regular like Drake, blah 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 in the regular Drake's category. A bit like, but we have those mm-hmm. people in the like Rihanna and all those people in the regular categories. Mm-hmm. I think we also have it in and this is very shady actually i thought we have an international category but in those international categories are like african and caribbean artists but the americans are in the regular categories as if they are now that i think about that that, that's actually problematic that's actually very problematic i think these formats needs to change yeah you Mm -hmm. know yeah yeah i see i see now that ty said i see your point i think because i think I think the British does some type of like there's like the British Grammys or something similar. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the artists that are American get included in just the regular categories. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So no, like, 100% it is that. Why the BET Awards is this international category? Are you not including artists from different countries? It's you just know what regular. I mean? Like, As like hot sounds. Yeah, hot exactly. Sounds exactly. Yeah, and that. if you do that, even if you do award that, what I would be great, right? Say nobody knows about this person or this person's music. Now they do. Right. Even if they just get nominated, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. created a platform where now these artists are getting recognized for their work. What what I'll what I'll say is if if Wizkid was my brother mm-hmm. and he said, Yo, I have an opportunity to get Justin Bieber on my song, my black self would be like, we don't need Justin Bieber on this song. We right. got Thames. It's the hottest shit in the world. 100%. It's it, it needs nothing else. But if you put on your business hat, it's yeah. a fucking good business. I'm movie. sorry, Fair enough. but there it's are agreed. some people that agreed. you are that's not saying That's an extra no. million downloads. That's what I'm agreed. saying. I'm sorry. Agreed. Like, and, that's, and also, black people need to just like get out of that mindset. Like, yeah. Because at the end of the day, like you use to people to get ahead in life. That is it. And sometimes you need to take the blackness pro-blackness out of it mm-hmm. and look at it as like a the business opportunity yes. and it makes sense yeah. like that yeah. makes dollars and cents yeah. if Justin Bieber wants to get on my goddamn song it, and Entry wants to get on my goddamn song you're getting of, on my song we're getting them on <laughs> what speaking of I, I just, don't even have to play the verse but yeah. just because the name is on it alone we're clearing it we're because clearing even side note um, that song Despacito mm-hmm. that song didn't need nothing else it was the song Mm-hmm. It, it, not a lick of English in there, but I'm listening to it on repeat. Mm-hmm. They still threw Justin Bieber on just Literally. because 
it, it could have gone 50 bajillion downloads in, in, in uh, around the world. But in America, you st- it's a market that still has to get broken into, especially mm. as an outsider trying to come in. So what's the cheat code, bro? Throw Justin Bieber. Yeah. Exactly. And I also just want to point out that, like, again, in terms of safeguarding our black community and our black cultures, like, I understand it's very important. But then there's also times when depending on what you want, because I feel like some people love when things are just for them. Mm-hmm. Right. Once they become to the masses, it's like We're you're, off it. you're off it and you're kind of upset about right. it. Right. But it depends on how much you want it to be a thing. Um, it's happening in every other culture. That, that like Spanish people are doing that with their music too. Justin T. Bieber has done that for them. Mm-hmm. So him coming on, it's not him trying to culture vulture. No. Mm-hmm. It's not like he's trying to take over the song. We understand it was the same better song regardless with him on it or not. But it's literally about clearing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if you respect these artists and you want them to bring Afro beats to the world, circuit to the world, anything to the world, we're gonna have to align ourselves with people that don't look like us. And mm-hmm. that is simply because those are the people that are in those positions and if we can with people that look like us i.e a drake do it and Mm. i feel like it's been working absolutely but sometimes even drake unfortunately due to racism (laughs) there's even things that drake can't do for you but Mm. justin bieber could i have a conversation that i really want to speak about but that's not topic related topical it's topical but it's not on here Oh, right. what is it? Because I was Throw actually going to bring it up when I was talking about Drake mm-hmm. and how people come at Drake. And I really feel like sometimes I feel like with Drake, is it because he's biracial? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's racism. And I also want to, and I actually yeah. really want to talk about the fact of being black yeah. um, and what, like, mixed race people. Because in the States and how it's seen here right. and how it is in the UK are different. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I think... I you mean know, that goes into the topic, anyways. We discuss the social concept of black. Oh, well, chat. Let's let's get Boom, to it. Go it's go very to much it. a social contract, Scott uh, constructs, but it depends on what society <laughs> yeah. of that contract is. Yeah. Because I feel like in the states, you guys have that like one drop rule thing. So like, mm. you know, if you, one if one of your parents is black therefore you are a black person and right. people kind of forcefully label people as black. Mm-hmm. Um, like what is mixed race and is that thing? Uh, whereas in the UK, you are black if you are black and you are mixed race if you are mixed race. And that cluster of mixed race could even house people that are black and white, Indian and white, Chinese and black, mm-hmm. Chinese and white. Like, mm-hmm. and it's just mixed race. Mm-hmm. Um, do we automatically assume that someone is black because they're mixed race? How, in terms of how you were raised not really your thoughts yeah mm-hmm. but also how was you raised like was mixed race raised like in canada that's like you're mixed race you're black i say yes yeah but it's 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 also a little hard because the mixed race people that i grew up with came up in my predominantly immigrant environment yeah. mm-hmm like major majority of the kids who were mixed in my school, they were viewed as black because they were surrounded by black people. And I guess maybe assimilation just had you say, "Hey, I'm gonna identify with this side of of um of of my mix simply because it was 
easier to to understand and get along with. Maybe if they had been born somewhere in northern Ontario where they're still mixed race, but everybody's white, maybe right. they would lean towards their white characteristics more. Do you think that because I you hear mixed race people say, um, and obviously not all, that some mixed race people say that they felt they were too white for mm-hmm. black people mm-hmm. and too black yeah. for white people. I, yep. I think there's some like there's a lot of I don't want to use the word ignorance, but mm-hmm. just you know ignorance surrounding that because that's the colorism yeah issue that's that plays our community. Is Absolutely. it colorism? I don't think it's colorism. I think it's colorism. I think it's colorism. I think yeah. you. I think someone not being black enough for you is a hundred percent because they're lighter than you, and right. it's it's but it's the be, dark being a negative be, displaying itself. That works with light skinned black people, okay. and a hundred percent. And you probably felt like that. Maybe you. You probably felt well, like people treat you maybe different because you were light skin. I that's a that is I guess it is colorism in a lightest toned thing, mm-hmm. but there are also nuances where bl- makes sure you're not black because and I don't I'm gonna say this yeah. that came across uh rune, I hope no one takes it, but like it's not because you're not you're too bl- you're too white for the black people, mm-hmm. but it's because you can't actually understand what that is because you you are not growing up in a household with two black parents or you're not being seen as a black person because you're not mm-hmm. or you're not white enough for the white people because you are presenting brown with curly hair and you're sitting at the table with your white grandparents like mm-hmm. so they have every right to feel that way mm-hmm. but i don't necessarily meet i just necessarily feel like their experience mm-hmm. is rooted or the foundation of their experience is Due to colorism, I don't think it is. No, but I, I, I feel like it's hard to say that because just how diverse the people's experiences would be, mm-hmm. right? Like you could be mixed race, so to speak, but that doesn't mean you grew up with any white people, mm-hmm. right? You yeah. could have grew up with just black people, and that's your entire experience. You know what I mean? So is, like, isn't it a little bit? And I'm not saying this is what you're saying, but isn't it a little bit dangerous to say that you are not black? because of your experience right. but the experience you're talking about is because you haven't gone through the same amount of negative shit no, right. that means you're negative. not black. it doesn't have to be negative so what's the it positive that negative. can make you not okay, black enough? so okay so i'm saying this as because in the uk you are seen as black or mixed race or white or whatever right mm. i have friends and i will say straight i am not telling no one who who identifies a black woman as they are not black women my friend nicole is a mixed race woman her dad was white her mom is black she identifies as a black woman nicole black <laughs> like mm-hmm. nicole is a black woman like mm-hmm. so my, are you saying it's so based I'm on say, how they ad- identify for themselves my cousin my one of that i was raised with was obviously around us she identifies as a mixed race girl she's mixed race my one of my friends uh, tara is mixed race she's very close to her dad like and her black culture and her black family but she is mixed race and they identify themselves as mixed race some people are michelle obama's but then there are people um, uh, uh, barack, barack obama's, obama's where they claim themselves as black and that's how they identify and there are other people that just say that they are mixed race and I feel like black people want to huddle in and bring in all of these mixed race people. And if they turn around and say, but I'm mixed race, you look at them like, no, you're black. And how dare you not want to be black? Mm. When it's like, actually, no, I'm from two different cultures and I ex- identify with both. And I'm not black because I don't identify with the same way that you were raised. Like how I was raised in my household could be different. Like mm. it doesn't have to be a negative and like they're treating me like 
it's racism. Like, mm-hmm. no. Um, going to a white family and I was raised going camping every weekend and fishing with blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying black people don't do that because black people do do that, mm-hmm. but it's not really a normal cultural experience. Mm-hmm. Um, they might come from... Uh, a background where they line dance and that is the culture that they've learned how to do line dancing or something that's not a black experience how can you then tell this person or claim this person to be black when the majority of the experiences that they've had and the way they have seen life have been through the lens of their algerian parents or their italian parents or this parent more than the black person but just because they have this one drop rule we're claiming them as black yeah but i see i think that's I think the thought process is still a bit dangerous, right? Because then we're saying your 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 blackness dangerous. is dangerous, as in not like dangerous bad, but like and dangerous as in like you're basically saying that your experience dictates your ethnicity, mm-hmm. basically, right? Like if you but have is a one, that not what we've just said being black is. No, but I don't think that's necessarily what being black means. You know what I mean? Because there are going to be those people that have black in them, right? But don't have the same black experience. Because of just whatever, you know what I mean. Like if you if you grew up with if you grew up in a white neighborhood and you black, right? What are you less black now because your experience is not like the other black no, people? That kind of leads into my previous see, question. They're see yeah, you as a black person, and that people are going to treat you as such as a black person. That's that's the part also, right there, though. But this is the thing. People treating someone as a mixed race person. I know they're saying that there's racism. There's racism of mixed race people. Mm-hmm. Just right. because they are brown doesn't mean that they, they are treated. There are forms of racism that affects more people. All people. 100%. Discrimination. Uh, you can be more likely to be stopped by the police. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. maybe ten times if you're a black person. Right. Eight times if you're Asian. Seven times if you're uh, Hispanic. Whatever. But you're still more likely to be treated uh, differently to whites. Proximity to whiteness. Right. That's normally where right. how we gauge racism. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Mixed race people can still. Uh, feel a level of racism negativity and treatment of less than than white people i am not saying that they don't i'm not saying that they don't experience the same uh levels of or can experience the same level of racism as a black person in some white people's eyes they see them as black people Mm -hmm. brown and ignorant that's ignorance to me that you assume that they're white but black because they're brown um but like that does not necessarily mean that they are black. Mm-hmm. They just have also felt racism. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean it's black. I guess I, I, I see your point on that as far as different cultures, different ethnicity groups, yes. Mm-hmm. But I, for me, I'm thinking about it as far as like just people that identify as black or have a black parent or have some type of black mm-hmm. uh, um, yes. blackness um, as far as genetics. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, and if we're talking about Asian, all these other, yeah, absolutely, those people. I agree with you. They experience racism, but that doesn't mean they're black at all. Mm-hmm. But like, if we're talking about specifically black people or people that have some type of black genetics in them, but once, then, but then this is why this is where it gets all tricky now because it's like there is. If you want to talk about okay, colorism, mm-hmm. I like to call it racially ambiguous right. more than right. colorism. There are people that are racially ambiguous, especially now. There are mixed race people that look like or well, light skinned black. That's why I said light skin and mixed race. It feels like oh, she's light skin. But there's different shades of light skin. Like on, I'm not. People say that they're light skin. 
light skin to me is a light skin black person. Mm. I'm not talking about those people. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm not you're talking about, about specifically mixed race. This is what I'm saying. When someone says racially skin, ambiguous, I'm I see what you're saying. Light skin oh, okay. black person. I'm not telling no light skin black person that they're okay. black. You are black. You are. I don't care how fair you are. I don't care how green your eyes are. If you are black, your parents are black. They are black. Creole mm, okay. black. You're black. I'm talking about white people, mixed race people that have a white parent and a black parent. Okay. Or an Asian parent. And a black parent. Okay, or a I see what you're saying. And a black person. I see parent. what you're saying. I'm talking about mixed race people. I'm not okay. talking about colorism of light, lighter skinned people. Okay, my bad. Okay. That's, you are a black man. That's where <laughs> I was. My not, brain was my, going in. That's my problem when people talk about light skin and da 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 da. You, a light skinned person is a lighter skinned black person. That's what light skin started off as. Mm-hmm. People being lighties or lighty black people, mm-hmm. right? Mixed race was a different category, but now people are putting in mixed race people to light skinned people and saying, I'm that not even like front. I've been doing thing. that forever. That's yeah, not for the same. Sure. Yeah. The way that you were raising your black household just by being light skinned is not the same as a mixed race person with a different r- being raised in another culture mm-hmm. and having to sit down with their white grandparents. It's not the same. I see what you're saying. I see but, what you're saying. So we don't have to, I, but I don't understand why because people are brown, we then cult, like put them together into one box but would they do we put them when in a box them, or do we do we pull them over to our side yeah them that's what i'm saying want to be <laughs> and, and that's, that's, that's fine, fine. that's fine that, but, but i'm saying we like we support so, so often so often we're the minority in in it just okay. just in in terms of in terms of numbers maybe not in our neighborhoods right but in school you're one of the three four five black kids right so by the time the light-skinned guy comes along if he wants to be on our team we'll take him yeah. Right, right. 100%, which right. is why I said, like, I'm saying, the, I'm having this conversation because these are conversations that I feel like when we speak about blackness, nobody wants to um, talk about because they feel like it's diver- di- uh, divisive. Right, right, right. When right. actually it's just understanding the, the fact that, yeah, we're not monolithic, but also understanding that within this culture, there are others in this culture, but it's like, okay to be others but where there are problematic things and i think with as black women we we do go stepping into a a lane of colorism but by the issues that i have when it comes to grouping in those people um into blackness and saying that that means that they are black is that when we have black movements Mm -hmm. now even natural hair movements that black women start when you claim mixed race people into that black pool normally because of proximity to whiteness they are the ones that then show up majority of time in those we've casted a black person but it's a mixed race girl with curly hair Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying a light-skinned person Mm -hmm. a light-skinned black person that's not what i'm saying Mm -hmm. i'm saying a specifically mixed race girl gotcha Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. they do that they do that yeah that's not it yeah for me (laughs) that's not me because so so often when you see uh commercials or companies trying to go with the go the equality route Mm -hmm. it's a light skin. It's it's a, a light, mixed race. Mixed it's race. a mixed black race person black person with big and, poofy curly and hair. And then they big poofy curly hair, but it's like we've got this black girl. Right. And then by us saying everybody that is brown, mm. one drop rule is now black, means that when we have those uh representations of blackness, the first one looks like that. When like I don't really mind it, but at the same time I'm like that is not a representation of me. Really. Right. Technically right. it's not, because I know for a fact that I will never understand what it is to wake up and be raised by a white woman. 
can I can I go and, like can I, I won't. Go, can I go and, and as a black person uh-huh. that's not that's not black like mm-hmm. do you know so what I mean like yes you can obviously be an adopted and stuff like that you have your skin color and stuff when you leave the cu- you leave your house it'll be a different way but the way we speak about race the way you see the world right. the way you see black anger black sadness black right. joy mm. black culture how you're raised in it how people have those conversations before you leave the house is going to be different when you are having a household or an experience where you're around more black people than white people. Again, mixed race people have a different level of oppression and struggle that I do not know. I right. don't know what it is to be racially uh, attacked by people that I have shared blood with. Right. I right. will never know what that is. And I'm not saying that they have it, we have it harder or whatever. They don't understand some of our struggles. But I just want to point out that it's different. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not the same. So I have a question. You go you go first. No, because I'm going to go screw this whole podcast <laughs> if, I, if I ask my question. So please ask yours. So... I guess my question would be on this whole word on the social concept as of black, does, does use the utilizing the word black to categorize people? Is that as a catch off phrase? Do we need to like, we need to get rid of it. Do we need to get no, rid of it? No, we don't need it? to get rid of anything. We do. I think so. I don't think we need to get rid of anything. Do you know why? Because this is my problem with everything. When one small group, oh Chad, I'm going to say something. And <laughs> When one group of people have a different experience does not mean that we have to reevaluate and restructure everything mm-hmm. to make someone feel comfortable. The whole, e- this is even going on now with the, um, with like with transgender women and stuff. And now they're now going to change in doctor books, mother to birthing person. I'm sorry, I'm a goddamn mother and I want to be known as a mother. Address me as a mother. Thank congratulations. You just gave birth. You're a oh. mother now. When people Our podcast that, just got cancelled, everybody. No, God I'm, damn it, Ty. No, I'm saying, like, listen, listen. I am everyone who if you follow me, everybody knows that I'm pro trans and pro, like I don't for have sure, to, for I sure, don't have to explain absolutely. myself. I don't have to but those are my thoughts, right? So in this, we don't need to change black and the word black and what it means just because one group of person, group of people are only half black and some of them want to be included and some of them don't. That's I'm just saying so wait. I'm saying some people identify as black, so they are in the black community. Like I said, my one of my best friend is mixed race, but you ain't, I'm never gonna say that she ain't a black woman. She's so a black wait, woman. so wait, so wait. Is, with the the birthing parent thing, what are they calling fathers now? Is there going to be a change? They've Donor. Said, no, they've never they've never actually said anything about. They're not attacking. Child. <laughs> they're not changing the way in which they pronoun fathers. They're just talking about the way that they're pronouning uh, and women. They're trying to make mothers women. Uh, more the neutral. Yeah, but that's but what I'm saying about what the word mother. It implies that it's female, and not all people that give birth now will be mother will be females because it, there are transgender men mm-hmm. who still have the ability the ability to give birth. So therefore, they wouldn't want to be called a mother when they give birth because that implies woman. Okay. And 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 I, this is the only thing I'll say, and I'm not trying to be divisive or argumentative, but. As a person who is now a father, right. after all of the emotional ups and downs of, 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 of witnessing pregnancy and more importantly, witnessing birth and labor, I think that if you successfully bring a child into the world, that's a badge you should get regardless of your orientation. Mm-hmm. I think you should get the mother badge 
And I understand that mother has a, 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 like a feminine context to it, but why can't we keep the achievement of becoming mother? Why can't we keep that intact regardless of... Because it's like Olympic gold medalist. It's like that doesn't necessarily signify male or female. It should just be, hey, I achieved this. Right. Back to the origins of black. Yeah, I'm so sorry, guys. Yeah, so no, sorry. No, 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 we went from mixed race to, right. to yeah, we were a mixed yeah, race. How so did that come up? It don't matter. I I'll listen know. back we to just it. flow and I'll, just I'll everybody understand that this is not a podcast about hate. We are discussing complex Absolutely ideas not. and trying to be yeah. as intellectual as possible. About Absolutely. It. And Absolutely. I want to say a hundred percent to all of my mixed race friends and family and yeah. anyone in the world that identifies as black. You are hundred percent black. I'm not saying that you right. are not black because. I don't think you're black. Like, right. no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm right. just saying there are mixed race people out there that class themselves as mixed race and as that own as their own racial group, and we should allow them to do that. Like, right. we should not right. just feel like we have to force them or right. look down at anyone that just wants to point out the fact that they are in in the UK. We call it Hovis, best right. of both. Right. Do you know mm. what I mean? So that's a thing, and their experience is not the same experiences as. So we can't just cluster them as default right. because of a one drop rule into this black shit when that's not how what they see themselves or that's not their experience out in life. However, there are black mixed race people that claim themselves as black. Obama being one of them. Mm -hmm. Is he the first black president? Some people say yes. Some people say no. Right. I say yes. I say yes. I say yes too. Look at his choices. We, we we might as well. I might as well. Blickety black woman, smart, beautiful. I'll, Come on, man. Since we have black is kind of a social concept, there was a thing created to categorize people with darker skin mm -hmm. and whatever. And then there's all of these other people that mm -hmm. have you know, um, put themselves in that in that bucket. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm about to take. I'm about to take it to okay. a different level. Cool. <laughs> y'all about to. Y'all about to be like, what the fuck? Okay. So the Rachel Dozels of the world, of the world, right? <laughs> she black. No, she's not. Let's she said she black. Let's not, let's not do that. She said she's black. No, she's not. Let's not do. That. The difference is. How can I accept one but not accept the other? If make there's that makes, what you mean? It, but if there's transgender people, how come there's not transracial people? Until there is a pill, there is a course of injection that will change the melanin makeup of your skin. She did it. You can, no, she didn't. I won't. I won't All she lie. did was put braids in her hair and tan. Got a tan. That's she got not, a tan. That's not. Yo, I won't lie. There are, there are white people that look dark. I, I won't lie, and this sounds bad when I at first glance and I just glance. It's convincing to me. Yeah, obviously. Because I we, ain't gonna hold you. I yeah, wouldn't question not, Rachel Dozal if not, she was my guidance yeah, counselor. Like, obviously, like, that's why she was able to have the jobs that she had. Because, listen, again, black and she was people, working for the NWACP, right? Black, yeah, working on black issues. Yeah. Yo, what's what's blacker than that? A black person. She's she's, she's a sister with an A. Like the thing about it with her is like she could have did all of that. And spin herself. She didn't she have to say that. She, no, she couldn't have. You can work for the WACP, uh, whatever it's called, without being a black person. She wouldn't have got to that level. She wouldn't have got to the level well, she got sis, to. That's not the level that you should be at then. <laughs> like, <laughs> sorry. I, I respect your like, I respect What that. do you mean? There's someone who is black who actually lived an experience that you have lied and put braids in to claim that you have had, you know, that could have had that role that you got over them. Can, Simple can, as. Can, she is. 
there is no such thing as transracial I care and like I said until there is a there is any form of medication scientific thing that can change your melanin or whatever for you to be considered a black person you are not a black person by lying by by lying about your parents to claim that you are black when you have two white parents and you are lying to people, it's you're a con artist. It's not no trans anything. You're a con artist. It's not the same thing. But what if that's how she, she feels? Never, from the beginning of birth, she <laughs> felt like she wanted to be a black woman. No. She grew up around black people and she went. She felt more comfortable with them. That was not the same. That's not if the we same. start flipping words. No, that's not the same. <laughs> start as, flipping that's adjectives. That's not the same as innately feeling like you are something else if trans people regardless of if they're growing up with a bunch of boys if there is a boy who feels like he was a trans was meant to be a woman and from being around those people that is how he innately felt like if Rachel Dolazar was living in white country town white America and felt that she wanted to be a black woman that is different to I was around black people so I felt like I was black and now I'm putting braids in my hair and now I'm going to be black Sis, relax. I was, I was, I was. You want to put on? I'm coming. I'm coming from a pure and genuine place where I want us to do an exercise. I don't. We don't have the time right now. But honestly, it's it's just I want to do one of these where it's trans, transracial, and transgender because it's like came into the world one way. The way they were raised, you were raised around white people. You were raised with dresses on your entire life. You had a feeling inside of you that no one can change. You had a feeling inside of you that no one can change. You know what I'm trying to get at? No. Okay. So let me, let's just say two things. Just because something is parallel doesn't mean that they're the same. Okay. 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 Just, they're not the same. Okay. Just because we want to act like it's just not the same. She never grew up thinking that she was born in the wrong body. That's not what these people that are saying that they're transracial are saying. And the ones that are saying that now are because they're using this as a blueprint to try and get away with that. That is not how they felt. You are ca- you are passing because you can, because you want to be involved in a culture that you know that you're not in. But what if inside of her heart she has felt since she, since she felt- was 10 years old? Oh, my God. When I am around black people, I feel like more of myself. I feel like they, they feel com- No, I she fe- said that I- they feel comfortable. She feels safe because she was ra- but that she didn't have no parent. And the man that was instrumental to her life was like a pastor or something that ended up being like a father figure to her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So then she said that she was black. Mm-hmm. But what if in her developmental years, she was she was finally around a, 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 a group of people and she's like, oh my God, I have never felt like more of myself. I've never felt more connected to the world, to God, to a community. I want nothing than to spend my time with these people. The only problem is based on societal constructs, I cannot be one of these people until now where it's like wait i think i might be a black person and this person on the other hand is like yo i was my mom had clips and bubbles and dresses and pink socks with 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 all kinds of shite on on me but i think i'm actually a man 
I'm just saying could, could, because here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not. One second. Yeah. I'm not trying to make a, a a fucking joke out of this. Not where I'm coming mm-hmm. at. But what I'm trying to say is, if I am now accepting that a person born with uh, uh, XX chromosomes thinks that they are a person with XY chromosome, mm-hmm. how can I not? How can I not allow myself to now? Uh, exist in a world where I'm like, shit, this person might think they're of another religion. Of in addition, another race. in addition, technically, mm-hmm. genetically, white people are a derivative of black people. Historically. I have several seats to go there. You have what? I have several seats. Like, I've um, heard Redmond's not, point explained. No, we to know you. that no, I'm not uh-huh. saying it's not true. Okay. But that's because we are the mother of Earth like Everyone is Chinese. People are like everybody is a right. derivative from a black person. So that weight does not stand. Like okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, like um, in that <laughs> situation, like don't try to bring that. I'm a cut. I'm a cut that. Everybody is. It's everybody's Chinese. black. Listen, all of y'all are black. Y'all just don't like, know it. Literally. You grew up in Asia. You grew up in South you America. Just migrated, you, you just migrated, baby. <laughs> you just moved away from the equator where you didn't need all that darkness. I get it. It's fair. with this situation Uh um like i said being around being raised from birth and feeling like innately you are something you could be comfortable safe with these people in your household but this is how you feel deep inside is not the same in what you're explaining is i was living this thing where i wasn't feeling safe and now i found my family i found my friends that now i feel safe Mm. It's not the same. Yeah, I think she's saying. I think this what, person has felt, regardless of where they were, this right. is who they felt inside. You only now felt this because you are around right. these people. I see what she's saying. It's not the same I, as I, when you were in your white space thinking, "Oh, right. this is how they're treating me," but they're treating me. But inside, I'm like, right, right. I, feel like I think she, what she's saying is, it's like, that's not how one, you felt I've, inside. I, the only thing is, I've heard gay people say that that they're like, "Yo." I, I, I don't like girls. I don't like girls. I, and then they finally, I don't know, let's say meet a gay person or they're in a certain situation where where um, homosexuality is discussed. And they're like, oh, my God. I see what you're saying. I had no idea. I had no words for this. I'm a homosexual. Most black, no, most gay, no. Okay, again, I can't speak for all gays, mm-hmm. but most gay people or like, they, like you're saying, they, mm-hmm. they I don't like girls. Mm-hmm. They knew that before. Right, right. They felt that before. Right. But by coming into this room and hearing spoken, now they're like, oh, that is how I feel inside. Right. Now being explained outside by another right. person. Right. That is not what she's saying. Mm-hmm. She never felt like this inside when she was three, right. sitting right. at the table with her white parents, that she right. felt black. Well, it wasn't so until she went into a room that she felt safe in, and I was like, I actually feel really comfortable. There are white, and I feel like we've had this conversation about white people who grew up around black people who only date black people, especially right. black, white women of a certain size. Mm. They have been disrespected by white men in terms of calling them fat, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, we blah. had a conversation then, about yeah, this. And then they yeah. have black men who appreciate their bodies. Right. So now they only date white men. Black men. Uh, black men, right? Problematic to me, but hey, that's your, your choice. Yeah, I, I okay. So but that, that doesn't. Ne- but you can feel safe in this community. Black people have a nice way of making everyone feel involved and safe, Welcome. and we are never gonna make anyone feel, or we're gonna try and not make people feel 
on a whole how we have felt by others and other people. So we c- bring them in, embrace them. You can do all of that, sis, without putting braids in your hair, tanning your skin, and lying that you're a black woman. What okay. if, okay, let's take it off Rachel Dozer. What if we have child, child born 2022, right? Mm-hmm. A child born today who grows up and they say, yo, like, I love my mom, I love my dad, I love my siblings, aunts, uncles, I love my family. But once I hit high school and I got around some black people, I realized I want nothing to do with marrying or, or long-term relationships with someone who is not black. Wouldn't that in some capacity now let's take it off Rachel Dolaza. Wouldn't that in some capacity allow them to be like, I think I might be black? No. Because again, black people are not monolithic. So when you say you've picked up this blackness, you feel black, what blackness are you picking up? Like what blackness that you come across that you now feel is you? I need to know. Because is it is it is it rapidly rap rap black? Is it K Rose black but, or is it so Obama what black? Is, but what does black? it? But what, what does it? What does so it mean to be a woman? That you you no. But what does it women, mean to be a woman that you could hold women, on to to say that? Oh, to, to say that? Oh, I knew I was that. Women what is a feeling. It literally, it's uh, it's it's uh, the way that we like give birth, or it's uh, our ovaries. It's our instinct. Being, it, it's the way that we carry ourselves, the feminine, the masculine and balance of that. That is not the same as I picking up braids. It's not the same. It's the same as black, like blackness and being a woman and walking out into this world and the chemical makeup. That's why I said until a chemical makeup comes out that you can change your skin, don't talk to me about transracial. But it's not the same. But take it off Rachel Dolezal. What black are you picking up? Oh, Be- I feel black how could I hip hop and I'm around this person and they got J's on and I got K-Rose and I want to be black. That's what transracial gives me because but, but, not all black people are doing sorry, that. Sorry, what are K-Rose? K-Rose. Cornrows. Oh, cornrows. <laughs> but but the thing is, if I, I if I say if if I say if I say right now, I am a woman. Mm-hmm. There is nothing in two thousand twenty two anybody could say to me right to tell me otherwise. But the thing is, I have no idea what it is to be a woman. So how, how could I know that that's well, what having, I feel like? Okay, so we're having those conversations now when like that swimmer guy, mm-hmm. swim, right. sim, trans, sorry, this woman, woman, because I'm not about to disrespect no one, uh, trans, uh, did their transformation swimmer, yeah. uh, quite late, right? So I think uh, she is 20s. like 20s now mm-hmm. and she was competing as a swimmer. Um, now switched... Um, to being a trans woman and she's now competing and dominating. She was like 55 in the male category. 400. And like, yeah. Plus. And then now is like number, number one, one swimmer in the world. Like, do you know what I mean? And like people now having those conversations about whether or not, uh, you know, women's sports needs to be protected from trans women and what that looks like. Do I think there needs to be a trans league? Absolutely. Do I feel like it's fair to have uh, trans women, um, being in women's sports no do i think that there needs to be some sort of like paralympics to trans version of that yes because mm. although yes people have a right to change who they are or, or whatever like in terms of tr- with transgender and we need to respect that um there are 
there are places where that is not fair, especially when you are talking about someone who's already gone through puberty. Mm. The drugs is not at a point mm. where they can get people's hormone levels to be exactly as how they would really be for a woman if they've gone through puberty. So you have an advantage. There's still more testosterone there, regardless of what tablets you're taking. It's also, she's only done it for two years. Mm. So I feel like there needs to be rules in place for those things or a whole other olympics paro olympics for 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 trans people but i mean i forgot where i was going with this but like i understand where the whole how did that person feel like they were a woman or whatever but like i again between you and god i can't tell you what's in your mind 100 percent. i can't say that and again with richard dolezal i can only go off based on the video and um the documentary that I watched and her mindset for me wasn't someone who grew up from the beginning regardless of environment said I feel like I'm a black woman inside when my we I'm looking in the mirror and I'm seeing white blonde hair but really in my mind when I close my eyes I am seeing a chocolate girl with curly hair when she walks around that's what trans people say when they look in the mirror, they're seeing this exterior, but when they close their eyes, when they listen to their voice in their head, they are seeing a girl or a boy, like in what aesthetically that person should look like. They're hearing a female voice in their head when they are boys. Mm. So it's different. I got you. It's different. All right, we're going to wrap it up now. We got to wrap it up. Every. <laughs> That needs hey. to be its own podcast. Yeah, yeah to be its own podcast. Questions. Yeah, I'm yeah, we should we should bring someone. We'll, we'll, we'll edit. That's probably a good idea. We'll simply, definitely. simply because my willingness and and research and education has now opened my mind to okay, I see how there's transgendered people. Mm-hmm. That's what's now allowed me to open my mind to someone being like trans- transracial. It's 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 the transgender that proved the transracial, not me trying to disprove transgender by using Is it transracial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I get that. So, yeah. socials, everybody. Socials uh, start with the C. We'll start with we'll go backwards. C to A. It's JC. You could find me on Instagram at the Hovington Post. T H E H O V I N G T O N P O S T. Holler at me. Hi, this is the B. This is Ty. You can find me on Instagram at Ty Noel, T I Y E N O E double L E. I can't spell like that the way that you spell it. I literally be like, what is how you spell it? It's one of the only things yeah. I'm good at, so don't watch that. <laughs> Not only thing. Follow me on Instagram, filmed by Red, F I L M E D B Y R E D D. Check out my other podcast page. Young Pros Talk, Y-O-N-G-P-R-O-S-T-A-L-K. And also check out the ABCs of Black page, which I actually don't remember what it is, what Child. the what the name is. Let me get my phone. Link Give in me description. A moment. <laughs> let, let me get my phone really quickly so I can see. That's crazy. I want to say it's a Black Pod ABC or something. Hold on. Give me one second. I'm gonna I'm going to look this up real quick. Where is IG? It's always somewhere. I feel bad. I can get to IG in two swipes. Yeah, this is this <laughs> this is uh my new plan. I I deleted the app or took the ha- app off my home phone mm. or my home page. ABC's so it's ABC of Black Pod. Boom. Is the Instagram. Check mm-hmm. that out. You will see our content on there, stuff and uh 
yeah. Thanks for listening to the first Thank episode. Thank you for listening, guys. Much more content to come. Please grow with us. Grow Please. with us. Grow yeah, with us. It's fun. only going to get better. We It's only going to get better. We definitely going to be doing live stuff one yeah. day. It's going to be, listen, we are bringing black culture from diff- three different countries to one podcast. Absolutely. And it's going to be beautiful. Absolutely. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. Peace. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You, too, could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. 